B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Hey, Pam and Roswell, how are you? Hi, I'm great, thank you. Could you kick Kara out of the studio for us? Yes, Kara, get out of here, get out. I'm gone, Pam, good luck. Girl, bye. Thank you. We're going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions. If you answer more right than Kara, she will pay you $100 cash of her money. If she answers Ooh. more right than you, she wins. All ties go to the house. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Question one, Disney Plus is planning a Doogie Hauser reboot. What is Doogie Hauser's profession? He's a doctor. Number two, Netflix says close to 20 million people have watched Tiger King. I hope you're one of them. True or false, Joe Exotic has an eyebrow ring that appears to be hanging on by a thread. <laughs> oh my goodness, I did not see that. Well, you have a 50-50 chance. True. Number three, the Falcons revealed new uniforms yesterday, one being an all-black getup. Where do the Falcons play football? They play at the stadium. What's the name of the stadium? The Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Number four, Wimbledon collected $140 million insurance policy after canceling the tennis tournament. What European city do they have Wimbledon in? Oh, my goodness. Why do I know this? Um, a European city. Tennis. Tennis. Um, Name a city in Europe. Wait, France? Okay. Number five, the final episode of Modern Family aired last night. What is Phil Dumphy's profession? Yeah, I don't know that. Pam, I'm so jealous if you haven't seen Modern Family because it means that you can now watch Modern Family. Yeah. Is that good of a show, Tad? You love it? I love it. I haven't watched the end because I'm suffering enough without having to have my favorite show end. (laughs) Kara. Yes. Are you ready for the same question? But Pam got three right, by the way. Sorry. I've already called Kara in. She's ready to go. Here we go. Kara, question one. Disney Plus is planning a Doogie Howser reboot. What's Doogie's profession? He's a doctor. Yeah, that's what Pam. <clears throat> oh, that's what Pam said. It's one to one. Is that, Is that you, that Rona? You, Rona? Yeah, <laughs> Number two, Netflix says close to twenty million people have watched Tiger King. True or false? Joe Exotic has an eyebrow ring that appears to be hanging on by a thread. That is true. It's like glued on there. <laughs> uh, Pam hasn't watched the show, but took a guess. The only, and it was the right guess. That's the only reason we wrote the question. Like, <laughs> all right, two to two. Number three, the Falcons reveal as if you'd have to make up some part of Joe Exotic. (laughs) Number three, Falcons revealed new uniforms yesterday. One being an all-black getup. Where do the Falcons play? Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's what Pam said. Y'all are knotted up at three. That we know of. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, it could be in Arizona without a crowd. That's baseball, and don't put it out there. (laughs) Number four. Wimbledon collected a $140 million insurance policy after canceling the tennis tournament. What European city do they hold the tourney in? London? London's the right answer. Pam said French, which is a country. Uh, so carry your up four to three. Number five, the final episode of Modern Family aired last night. What does Phil Dempsey do for a living? You should Advertising? Kara, you should really know this because your husband does the same thing. Real estate. My wife does the same thing. Come on, Kara. He's a real estate agent. All right, final score is four to three. Pam and Roswell, are you smarter than Kara? I am.
No. She's holding no, her ground. I'm not. I love that pen. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right, 746 wins and 24 losses, Kara. Oh, sorry, Pam. <laughs> I would love it if Pam just started giving her address, like, send that money to yeah, me. Right. <laughs> I refuse. All right, Pam, great job. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Tad and Drax are keeping you up to date with everything you need to know. It's Info to Go on B98.5. We are sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 658. Storms, wind, hail through around 8 o'clock, then clearing today on a high of 75. 68 right now. What's up, Kara? I sure hope you've been enjoying your time at home lately because we're going to be here a little while longer. Governor Kemp made some pretty big announcements yesterday. I'm extending the statewide shelter in place through April 30th. All of the provisions of the statewide shelter in place order will remain in effect. I want to thank everyone who has followed these directives. I certainly applaud your patience. Well, Kara, so he said he's extending the shelter in place till April 30th, but I saw mm-hmm. something that got extended into May. Was that a yes, different thing? That is a different thing. That's the public health state of emergency. So basically that gives him the authority to make the big decisions that need to be made to do whatever needs to be done okay. for the state of Georgia. So in addition to all of that, he also added some new restrictions on senior care facilities and has activated some additional National Guard members. He also made an announcement about some additional testing measures that are going to go into effect um which is pretty cool so he doesn't strike me as a power hungry guy seems very you know folksy Mm -hmm. right if he was power hungry he got this uh you know executive power or whatever and has extended his own executive power i mean i could imagine this is like the the could be the makings of a dr evil he's able to now that he's got the power he can hold on to it forever be like, oh, I'm extending the executive power until May 15th. And during that time, I will uh, anoint myself the governor until 2065. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. All the shelter in place has really hit the wedding industry really hard. And Mm. I feel so bad for all of these couples that have worked so hard planning their perfect day only to have to ditch those plans. Kara, we went through this with you and your wedding. All the planning that went into it and all the drama that was involved in the planning of a wedding. Could you imagine, Drax, if her wedding (laughs) had to have been canceled? (laughs) Like, I I got gray hair over your wedding. (laughs) You? You didn't even you have to play. You gave me gray hair about your Drex wedding. He's 22 years old. Right. He's got a full head. He looks like uh, Taylor Hicks. Yeah, right. So brides are having to take matters into their own hands and just kind of either postpone their day or go ahead and do it. So one couple was just going to go ahead and do it. And they were at Rhodes Jordan Park in Lawrenceville on Sunday. Just the two of them and an officiant. When Mr. Tony Terry walked up, he is just an incredible singer. He was out there just walking around, saw the two getting married, knew that, you know, this is a special moment, and it was just the three of them. So he asked if he could sing for their first dance. When I'm with you, the sun shines my way. Maybe our love reflects its rays of light on everyone. When I'm he does. He has a. I'm watching this video and I'm like six feet, dude. Right? Six feet, a little bit. <laughs> well, you guys ever been to a wedding where somebody sings? It's a very 
awkward moment because they tend to sing a five minute song. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, what? And everyone's just saying, like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> Classic story. My buddy Chris got married. I was at the wedding. And his he met his wife at a country like a country dance club. Yeah, she was attractive. She had the club owner one night ask to she wanted to sing, so they had us play a Shania Twain song, and she sang over the song. It was horrible, right? Oh. So this is how he met her at their wedding. She performed the song. <gasps> it was seven minutes long, oh, operatic gosh. style. She's up there in her wedding dress singing, and it's just like, OMG. The bride the sang? The bride sang. But I did want to offer my services. If anybody's getting married and they want me to do a drive-by performance of Neil Diamond, I do have a sequence <laughs> jumpsuit, so uh, just tag at B985.com. Right. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. It's Tad Drex and Kara. So one thing we're doing to help out the community is to let everybody know that you're open for business. All you have to do is call us at 404-741-0985. You can Send us a message on Facebook. Yeah, shout out to Shannon Lambeth, who said that the Loving Touch Animal Center in Stone Mountain is still open. But she posted that on the B98.5 Facebook page, and she posted it with a picture of Tom Brady attached to it. Oh, Shannon, come on. This is not (laughs) how you win people over. Yeah. Let's just think about that for a moment. She's asking us for a favor, and she posted a gif of Tom Brady. Come on. Is he Not crying? Or is he just no, reading looks, footballs or something so, that would be looks, appropriate? He looks so handsome. So handsome. So Given those handsome. dreamy eyes, wearing the Uggs, a lot of fur. Wearing the Uggs. Uh, Shelby in Jonesboro, you're open for business? Yes, I am the assistant manager. I work for Precision Tune Auto Care. It's an oil change and um, auto repair shop. And you guys are open for business. People can pop in. I mean, do they even need to necessarily get out of their car? Um, so if they have children, then we do advise to take the children out of the vehicle. Um, however, if there is no children, then we will allow them to get an oil change inside their vehicle. Could you, this could be a new amusement park ride, as a customer, you pull in to the garage would you guys lift our vehicle up with the lift with us in the car? Oh, that's probably no good. That's never been done before, but no, you know, there's no bad ideas in brainstorming, Shelby. Well, we don't have a pit. Um, however, we are willing to make an extenuating circumstance given um, the situation right now. So, yes, I would say that we would be able to do that. Wow. You have the hydraulic lift. We do. Just seems really unsafe. But, uh, Shelby, I don't think so. It's a four-point <laughs> lift. We prefer for them not to sit in the vehicle um, safety-wise. However, with everything going on right now, um, we have been given the the go-ahead to do that if that is what they like. If you were a wimp like Drex, would you guys be willing to just put it up on like a single car jack like you were changing the (laughs) tire just for him to get that little thrill? Um, I would prefer not to do that. I'd prefer to use the lift itself. It's a little more safer than the actual jack. Suspended. (laughs) Hey, uh, Shelby, let me ask you a question. Is it it a real thing or is it just kind of a myth in the auto care industry where like if there's a, a client who's a pain in the butt, do you charge them for blinker fluid? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> you guys don't try and scam or overcharge anybody? Come on. 
We do not. Our shop is a very honest shop. We are um, purely out for education and um, proper vehicle maintenance to keep you safe on the road. Okay. Drax, how many liars do you know that admit that they're liars? It's part of her diabolical plan. Oh I'm just kidding. There are, there are quite a bit of unhonest businesses. We um, we pride ourselves on the fact that we are not one of those businesses. I put right. the 11W30 oil in. It's an extra 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> when you drop that hydraulic lift, what is the G-force on that? That's my last question. Um, <laughs> I am I not little, sure. Will I get a little pit in my stomach, or will it be more of like, oh, my gosh, oh, I'm just going to no, flip in a biplane? It's very slow. It's a slow release. <laughs> okay. Drex, are you in? Uh, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> I'm going to go for a lift ride. I don't want to be I, suspended in my car. Like, can you get the lift ride without the oil change? Um, no. Like <laughs> today only. What if you're a DJ? <laughs> All right. Shelby, thank you. You're welcome. Y'all have a good day. You too. Shelby heard this opportunity and called in and thought she was going to get a nice plug for her business, and it went a little sideways there. That's Precision Tune Auto Care. You uh, forgot. And then George, I think it's ga.unemployment.org, I think, Shelby. I'm just kidding. You're not going to get fired. You're not going to get fired. We have another, just to get the taste out of our mouths, we have another uh, from our open mic, which you can use on the B98.5 app. There's a little microphone. You mm -hmm. record. You can send a message. Pretty anonymously, if you want. This is Ruby. I live in the Garden Hills area, and I just wanted to give a shout out to Storico Fresco. They've been feeding healthcare workers and offering half off bottles of wine. It saved me during the social distancing. That's what we're talking about, Ruby. Mm -hmm. I love the, the the younger sounding women with the with, with the, the older, older names. Name, yeah. yeah, Gladys, Myrtle. Yeah. Yeah. On lines three and four. Take it all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. It's time to have a little fun with Kara here in a couple of minutes. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara? Fun and Kara. I don't think you're allowed to use those two <gasps> words in the same so sentence. so rude. Your business, Kara, your business. Two words that do go together. Murder in Kara. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play for $100 of Kara's money, 404-741-0985. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 725. Storms, wind, hail through around 8 o'clock, then clearing today with a high of 75. What's going on, Kara? So we kind of knew that this was coming, but yesterday, Governor Kemp announced he was going to be extending that public health state of emergency until mid-May. Oh, but the, that means we're stuck in our house? I mean, honestly, no. I understand. No, it's where... Oh. That does not mean we're stuck in the house. Okay. He extended the shelter-in-place order until the end of this month. So okay. right now we're stuck in the house until the end of April. He's extended the public health state of emergency, which gives him special powers to make decisions, kind of bigger decisions for the state. And that's been extended until May 15th. So... Looks yeah, like so this is going to be going on a little bit longer. So that April 30th date looks like it falls in line with the national Correct. kind of April 30th. And maybe, you know, there's been good news or it looks like there's been some plateauing here and there. And they, I, I listened yesterday and one of the doctors said they downgraded the mortality rate down to like maybe 61,000. Well, Governor Kemp did say that this is not time to take our foot right, off the right. gas. This, this is the time that we continue doing what we're doing because we're seeing some good things like that. It means that the 
social distancing is working, the sheltering in place is working, and we need to keep going at it until we have gotten the all clear for us to try and get things back to somewhat of a new normal. Please spread the word about this. We had somebody yesterday, didn't we have somebody that like wrote on our Facebook page, like, stop talking about coronavirus? But it is really, this is the time where it is our duty as servants of the public interest to get the word out about this stuff. Like, this is a source of information for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm not paying attention to that guy, but it's a, uh, it's a reminder to remind you that not everybody knows what's going on. Not everybody knows. Oh, people might sure. be looking at this. They'll say, oh, well, it can't be working right now. I'm tired of being in the house. Ah, screw it. You know, but we've been... It is working. Yeah. It's the number, this is saving lives. Uh, Ted, I hear you saying that, uh, you know, we're public servants. This is this truly, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Like, this is why we got into radio is mm-hmm. to, for moments like this. But there's also a large group of people like that person on our Facebook page that's like, um, just dance, monkey. Right. Yeah, that's okay. We'll <laughs> right. do a little dance, right? too. We can do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. Why, like, what, what are we supposed to do? Talk about, like, um, she thinks that he's cheating on her. Yeah. Let's call him and offer him flowers. Like... Um, no, nobody's no, actually cheating on anybody. Yeah. Can't leave the house if they're cheating. I mean, it's sort of nuts. All right, are you ready for a good feeling? I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Don't you guys think there's a special spot in heaven for Tyler Perry? Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, at this point, he's just like. A gem of a human. He'll be seated at the left side of the father. (laughs) So yesterday, he was in Atlanta Angel for shoppers at 44 different Atlanta area Kroger's. And it was during that special morning hour that's dedicated to seniors and people that have fragile health conditions. J.P. Mose was one of those lucky shoppers, and he just couldn't believe it. She said, oh, you're lucky day you're a senior. And I thought, mm, I've never heard that before. She <laughs> said, no, it's on the house. She said, from your angel. I just couldn't believe it. It was Tyler Perry, which really makes me happy because I'm a big fan of his. And this is just like a day or two after he dropped some major coin for the servers that are out of work, 42 of them at Houston's. Oh, so I'm not understanding. Did he just pay for like one person's no, groceries sir. at Kroger? 44 different Kroger's for that golden hour, all of the seniors, all of them, and people that were there shopping that had fragile medical conditions had their groceries purchased. All of them. Do we have a total? By Tyler Perry. I have. I do not have a total. I don't think it matters. He paid for everyone's groceries (laughs) from seven a.m. to eight a.m. at forty-four Kroger's yesterday. Oh, and. Um, there was a whole bunch of different, I believe it may have been Winn-Dixie's in his home state of Louisiana. That's just wild. I mean, that, that number is astronomical. This is the difference between somebody who, I mean, wasn't he homeless? Yeah. yeah. So he realizes where he, you know what I mean? Like, this is new money, not old money. Like, a lot of, you know, you see a lot of wealthy people, they came from money. They were used as tax shelters when right. they were one. Mm-hmm. Perry <laughs> came from nothing. Yeah. He knows yeah. what it's like. He built himself up like that. And the fact that he's giving back is so amazing. I wish all rich people had that. A lot of them do. A lot of them will yeah. drop a million dollars here or there. But if you, it, and that's why it makes me crazy when you see like some of these CEOs where it's like day one, they hear the word coronavirus and they're like, we're laying off 90% I'm of our staff. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm worth $2 billion. Right. You know. Hope y'all are well. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> Everything. So hats off to Tyler. Those CEOs won't be sitting 
in heaven with Tyler. But exactly. <laughs> we have Dr. Carlos Del Rio, coronavirus expert. What's his official? It's like infectious disease. Yeah, he's, infectious he's, disease. A, he's a lead professor of infectious diseases at Emory University. He is our Dr. Fauci. Right. That's right. And uh, Dr. Del Rio joining us on the phone right now. Drex did say that he likes your accent better than Dr. Fauci's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's that Brooklyn accent of Dr. Fauci, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and is there any animosity? Because you guys are both doctors. You guys are both high up in your profession. Um, you know, are you kind of looking at him going like, I could be doing this better? <laughs> no, no, no way. No way. I, 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 I know Dr. Fauci very well. We're very good friends. And, and no way. I mean, I think I think the word of him and, you know, he and I talk a lot and correspond a lot. He's just a, he's, he's an incredible person. He is somebody who, who really uh, just, uh, you know, all I can tell you, you know, I have a lot of admiration for him for what he's for what he's been able to do and accomplish over his the years that he's been. Quite frankly, you know, he's got more experience than anybody I know. Dude, the, you got to understand, Drex. These guys are saving lives. They're doing research. There's no like. Uh you know, there's no rivalries no. in medicine. See, I think that the, I think you guys go to these conferences and there's oh. some free drinks. The drug reps are there. You get a little loose lips and you're like, hey, Fauci. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> these are not radio DJs. These are doctors. <laughs> All right. Um, you have an actual legitimate question. Uh, uh, legitimate question is, uh, uh, speaking of Dr. Fauci, I think it was yesterday, uh, he had said he feels confident the way things are going that school could open up in the fall. Where, why do you think he's saying something like that, and is there any truth to it? I think he, I think he's right. I think that, that we will likely be able to do that. I think that uh, that the data, you know, suggests that we're making the right progress and the right moves and that things are going you know, I mean, that things are going as predicted. And I think the the decisions taken and, you know, the social distancing and the pain is actually going to pay off. So so I think he's right. I think that that that, you know, provided that we continue doing the right thing and we don't mess it up, we'll be we'll be. I mean, there's going to be an end to this and the end will depend on, on how we all do the right things. But I think there's going to be an end to this. And, and I think we need to be, you know, we need to be hopeful. We need to we need to look at the at the exit strategy. Follow-up question. Tommy Lee says Motley Crue's summer tour will start on time. Their first show, June 18th. Uh, Dr. Del Rio, will Motley Crue's summer tour start on time? <laughs> uh, that's a, I don't know about, about that one. I think, you know, June, July is, are going to be the critical times. And the question is, what can you do and, and what kind of events can you have? And how do you go back to, to opening the country, as the president calls it? How do you go back to the normal state? And it's probably not going to be like a light switch. You're not going to say one day, okay, we're ready to open up. It's going to be more a, a stage thing. And I think, you know, big events, uh, large events, 100,000 people events are probably not going to be how we open the country. It's probably not going to be how we do the first, you know, the first event. That's probably not a smart way to do it. Dr. Del Rio, um, we all know that if you see it online, it must be true, right? So, Absolutely. <laughs> I recently uh, saw a Facebook video from a doctor in St. Louis who was recommending people take three ounces of tonic water and 30 milli- uh, 50 milligrams of zinc a day to kind of help prevent this thing a little bit because the tonic water has quinine in it. Is that... I- you know, I, I like my uh, tonic water with gin, right? I mean, it's really even better. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure any of those things work, but I think, you know, 
people are always looking for the magic bullet mm -hmm. and what to do to people talk about boosting their immune system and killing this virus. I think what we know works is, is social distancing. What we know works is is doing the things that we're telling people in public health to do. And, you know, sure, as I said, have your gin and tonic or have your 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 gin and your tonic without gin, but do it on, on, on your porch by yourself or do it with somebody else through, uh, you know, with a reasonable distancing distance. So you're actually practicing social social distancing and you will prevent this virus. Uh, Dr. Del Rio, um, can you clear up, uh, is the CDC saying that uh, people who are uh, asymptomatic, they, they can go back to work? Is that, um, is that, is that something that's going to be in the pipeline soon? People who are asymptomatic, you mean once you recovered, once you, if you had them, because you initially have to have symptoms and have to be, so if somebody's infected and develops symptoms, the recommendation that CDC has is that either three days after symptoms results or one week after they tested positive, whichever is longer, they're good to go. I think I saw that it was if somebody was living in a house who was diagnosed COVID, um, that that they could return to work if they were wearing the proper like masks or gloves. I mean, it, the, the, the specific term was they're going to try and get people back to work who are part of the critical infrastructure who are also asymptomatic. You know, probably okay. But again, I, I, I say that even without wearing a mask, the recommendation is that, you know, after three days after your symptoms resolve or one week after you tested positive, you're good to go. You're not infectious. You can go back to work. You can go back to living with people. If you're wearing a mask on top of that, you're even better, right? So, yes, we, 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 not everybody needs to stay in isolation for, you know, a month. Once you've been diagnosed positive, the great majority of people, the challenge that we have and the people, what they need to understand is that if somebody has mild disease, and is not diagnosed, and that person is not put in isolation, then that person can be in the household and infect other members of the household. Mm -hmm. And when infected other members of the household can infect people over the age of 65 or who have chronic diseases like diabetes and hypertension, and then that family member ends up in the hospital and in the ICU, or, you know, sometimes even dead. And we are like, how did that person get it? Well, they got it because of that family member that had very low symptoms. So we need to be keenly aware at home. I tell people, even when you're at home, if you're going out, if you're, you know, the chance of getting infected, practice social distancing at home because the reality is you can have mild disease, you can have asymptomatic disease, and you can still transmit within your household. And we know from China, we know from Italy, that the household transmission is a huge problem. In fact, I haven't seen anything that part of the reason we have such a huge outbreak in New York is because there's so many people living in so close quarters. Right. Um, we have talked about before the fact that there's probably a good chance that you wouldn't be reinfected if you've already gotten over coronavirus, right? So there's there's reports, a few reports, primarily from Japan and, and some from China, suggesting that some people have gotten reinfected. But those are, I would say, rare. Those are the exceptions rather than the rules. I say that in general, People that have gotten this disease and recovered are immune. In other words, they have almost like a natural vaccination against it. The great majority of them. Could uh, they still carry it and give it to somebody? Like, could they still transmit it after that point? No. Once they recover fully, they don't. You, you either you, you're never a, you're not a chronic carrier of the disease. You you, okay. but but you can still transmit in what I call the post symptomatic phase. You know, remember we talked about 
you can you can start you start transmitting about two days before you develop symptoms, and that CDC has called the pre-symptomatic phase, and I like that term. And then you develop symptoms, and you're clearly transmitting. And then once your symptoms resolve, for several days after your symptoms resolve, you can still transmit, and that's called the post-symptomatic phase. But as I said before, after three to seven days, you're no longer infectious. You're no longer transmitting the disease. Your body has cleared the virus, and viruses get clear from your from your body, and that's it. Are you confident that they're going to come up with a cure for this, like a, so, or at least like you know, be part of your flu shot or whatever at some point? In the like, can we like hope that in a year we can get a shot and not get coronavirus? Uh, I would say yes. I think that I have more than hope. I have seen the science. Uh, my colleagues here at Emory University are actually involved in one of the studies that looking at one of the vaccines that are being tested on mRNA vaccine made by a company named Modena, that a clinical trial is happening right now. We're also developing antivirals, medications, both injectable and by mouth. So I think science is going to give us the answer. Science is going to give us treatments. Science is going to give us prevention. And again, I emphasize that this is why I tell people you have to support research because research actually saves lives. Research actually changes the course of epidemics. The difference between 1918 and now is that we have science, and science actually is going to change dramatically how many people die, how many people get sick, and what do we do going forward. Well, so talking about uh, like a treatment or therapies for this, this anti-malaria drug, it, it, why, why can't we get a clear answer on this? They're, they're saying it's not approved, but then there's like millions of these pills shipping around and people are taking it. When are we going to get some clearance, some guidance on that? There are several clinical trials that have already started or about to start looking at this and that's why we have to do the clinical trials the clinical research because clinical research is done in such a way that you get the answers and clinical research is done you know in such a way that you then can say okay this works or this doesn't work and there's several ways to do clinical trials but the most sort of the the time-tested approach is what we call a randomized controlled trial in a randomized controlled trial half the people get the drug half the people get a sugar pill or they may get something else, right? So some may get, let's say, the remdesivir, some may get the hydrochloroquine, and then, or some may get the hydrochloroquine, and some may get the hydrochloroquine with something else. So you try to see, and you don't know who's getting what. It's all blinded, so you, the, all, all the packages look the same, and then you look at the data, and then you look at the patients, and therefore you're not biased. And that is how we get answers in clinical re- in research. We get answers by doing randomized clinical trials, and those are the ones that exactly are happening right now. The efforts that are going into this are phenomenal, right? I mean, all the doctors, all hands on deck, they don't do that with every disease. Well, you know, uh, we, we, we have done it. We did it uh, with HIV, and I would tell you, with HIV, with AIDS, I, I cut my teeth. I grew up doing, I still do, HIV research. And to me, it's just amazing when I was starting to do infectious disease in the you know, early 80s, middle 80s, to see everybody in their 20s getting this and dying, right? And now you get HIV and you take medications and you are good to go. You you live a normal life. That is because of clinical research and the millions of dollars that have been put into HIV research. But that has not only benefited HIV. Because of HIV research and research around viruses, uh, drugs that are called the, the uh, PD-1 drugs, the PD-1 inhibitor drugs have been developed. And those have shown to be incredible drugs for the treatment of cancer. So understanding the immune system through research has really changed dramatically how we treat cancer. Uh, Dr. Del Rio, there was a new, I heard it on the news, so I don't know what the numbers are, but I heard they had dropped the number of projected uh, deaths, maybe even cases, 
for the United States. Have you heard anything the projection? about projection? Yeah, the yeah. projection. They dropped the number. Obviously, well, that's know, great pro- news. Yeah, projections are, Let's uh, the way I think about it, let's say that was going to be a football game, right? Whichever teams you want. And then Vegas looks, the projection is, you know, that this team is going to win by 20 points. But then halfway through the game, because of you start seeing how defense and offense work, you say, yeah, actually the projections are different. You know, the difference, this team is not going to score so many points. So if you were able to make projections, if you were able to change your projections halfway through a game, uh, you would definitely be doing that. You will be changing your projections based on what you have seen happen. That's exactly what's happening. As this disease is evolving, as we're seeing the impact of social distancing and many other things, the projections are changing. So I'm really happy that they're coming down because coming down means that the things we're doing is actually working. I would be very concerned the projections were going in the opposite direction. We're actually instead of 80,000 deaths, now they're projecting 200,000 deaths right. because we would say, oh my God, despite everything we're doing, it's actually going in the wrong direction. So projections that are coming down make me happy. In other words, I want to over, I want to, I want to beat the projections. You want to beat the odds. And that's what we're doing with, with the interventions we're doing social distancing, staying at home, it's actually making a difference. Dr. Del Rio, if let's say this is a football game. Are we in halftime? Are we in the first quarter? Are we in the third quarter of this thing? You know, I think, I think we're, we're, we're close to halftime. I think we are, you know, I, I would say that halftime, if everybody keeps on talking about when are we going to peak, I think peak is going to be halftime, right? Okay. And I tell people, oh, when people say, oh, we'll get to the peak, and that's it. No, you still have another half to go, right? You still need to get to the peak and come down. There's still a lot that could happen after the peak. But getting to the peak is going to be critical because that's going to be the, you know, the, the, the highest number at the point where the highest number of people are going to be coming to hospitals, to intensive care units that are going to need care. After that, if the numbers start coming down, that's great because, again, if we have a low number of people, we can handle that in healthcare. The problem is when you overwhelm the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. So we're at the two-minute warning. This is basically oh, what he said. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. We need to we need to sit down with Coach Tony, you know. And you were talking about Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Dr. Fauci was in his high school, he was actually the point guard in his basketball team, believe oh, it or not. Wow. Yeah. And he was the captain of the basketball team. They call him they call him Fauci. They so, should yeah, show Fauci. these games on ESPN Classic right now. <laughs> we should, we really right? should. I know. If I had coronavirus right now and I wanted to try whatever was available, I went to go see my doctor. Like I've heard some people like, oh, I had the cocktail of uh, of the the malaria medication and the whatever. Like, how do you get that? Do you have to find a doctor who's willing to give it to you or? Well, I mean, I think we all have protocols. We all have approaches and there's clearly indications. The great majority of people, 90 percent of people that get this need nothing. They get better on their own. Right. And you don't want to give them something because something may be, wor- may be worse than nothing, right? So 90% of people get better on their own. But there is some people that are not getting better and that are progressing. And those are the people that you start thinking about, well, we're going to give them this medicine or that medicine or that medicine. And what the guidelines are are changing. The Department of Health and Human Services actually put a committee today that hopefully by tomorrow it's going to publish guidelines and recommendations. The Infectious Society of America is doing the same thing. And so we are looking for sort of protocols to treat this patient and everybody's developing you know experts are getting together to come up with protocols and i think i think that's going to be guiding the way we think so rather than going to somebody that you know is willing to give it to you i I would say let's go to somebody who has read the guidelines and is willing to follow the recommendations from those guidelines beautiful dr del rio thank you so much a worth of information as always we'll talk to you next week
good to be with you. Have a good, have a nice weekend. Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Rachel in Lawrenceville. Hi. Hi, you patient one. Uh, speaking of patient, <laughs> nurses, uh, Rachel's actually a nurse. Oh, really? So thank you so much thank for your hard you. work. Hey, anytime. That's what we're here for. All right, hopefully you can earn a tip here, $100 <laughs> cash. If you could beat Kara, go ahead and kick her out of the studio. All right, Kara, see you later. Bye, Rachel. Good luck. We're going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions. Answer more right than Kara, win 100 bucks. She answers more right than you. She wins. All ties go to the house. Here's question one. Andrea Bocelli will perform at an empty Italian theater on Easter. What style or genre of music does Andrea Bocelli perform? Opera. Number two, Donald Trump Jr. has joked about lobbying his father to pardon Joe Exotic. How many sons does President Trump have? Three. Number three, Tommy Lee said Motley Crue's summer tour will start on time. First show, June 18th. What instrument does Tommy play in the band? Tommy Lee. Mm, drummer. Number four, name the Vermont senator that suspended his presidential campaign yesterday. Joe Biden. Number five, former Atlanta reality star Todd Chrisley is recovering from coronavirus. What network does Chrisley knows best air on? I think TLC. Let's bring Kara in. How do we do? That would be very ironic if Chris Lee knows best aired on TLC, The Learning Channel. The Learning Channel. Uh, Rachel, our, our nurse in Lawrenceville, <laughs> you did fantastic. You got three right with super tough questions. So three is the number to beat, Kara. <laughs> okay. Same questions, Kara. Number one, Andrea Bocelli is going to perform at an empty Italian theater on Easter. What style of music does he sing? Opera. That's what Rachel said. One to one. Time to say goodbye. <laughs> Catalina wine mixer. <her. laughs> Number two. Donald Trump Jr. has joked about lobbying his father to pardon Joe Exotic. How many sons does President Trump have? Three. Junior Eric and Barron is the right answer. That's what Eric uh, Rachel said. Two to two. Number three. Tommy Lee said Motley Crue's summer tour will start on time. First show June 18th. What instrument does Tommy play in the band? The drums. Rachel, I think, guessed it. It was a good guess because yeah. it was right. We're knotted up at three. Number four. Name the Vermont senator that suspended his presidential campaign yesterday. Bernie Sanders. Oh, Rachel said Biden. Yeah. Oh, my Biden's gosh. I was thinking Sanders. Yeah, not feeling the burn this morning, Rachel. Four to three. Hey, I've worked 12 hours. I'm tired. (laughs) That's true. We should give it to her. Right. Number five, former Atlanta reality star Todd Chrisley is recovering from coronavirus. What network does Chrisley know's best air on? Come on. Uh, TLC? Rachel said TLC as well. Boy, it's, it would be ironic if that show aired on the Learning Channel. Have uh, y'all seen what's on TLC? I know, right? <laughs> true. That is true. 90 Day Fiance. Girl, my right. favorite. There's no <laughs> learning <laughs> happening on there. They just didn't want to abandon no. the name. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. What are you learning? Are you learning not to do that? It should be called like the Trainwreck Channel. Yeah. <laughs> there right. you go. The final score is four to three. Uh, Rachel and Lawrenceville, are you smarter than Kara? Not quite. Uh, Kara, 747 wins and 24 losses is your new record. Sorry, Rachel. That's all right. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.